Hey, what's up, Flavor Fest family? It's Urban D. We're back with another episode of the Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast. Uh, this is season four, one episode ten. So we've been getting it in like the whole time uh, in 2023. We're grateful you guys have been tapping in with us. We've had some great guests. If you haven't watched, you can go back and watch. We had uh, my guy Dayton a couple weeks ago. We had Ambassador. Uh, we had. Uh, several people here from the Tampa Bay area as well. We had some New York people because we're coming to New York Flavor Fest. We had Richie Righteous. We had Marcus Hall. Uh, we got a lot of great guests coming up as well in the weeks to come. And so stay tapped in. Flavor Fest, if you haven't heard, we are going on tour in 2023. That's right. We're going to five cities. Uh, New York City, April 22nd. Los Angeles, May the 5th and the 6th. Actually, Long Beach, technically. We're going to be in the city of ATL on uh, Saturday, the 10th of June. And then we'll be in H-Town, Houston, Texas, um, July the 15th. And then, of course, we'll be back for the full conference here in Tampa, Florida at Crossover Church on November 2nd through the 4th. We moved it back a little bit from October back to November to get away from the hurricanes, right? So uh, we got a big year, a lot of stuff is popping, super excited about what God's going to do. And today we got somebody uh, on the show that's really like shaping our culture and taking it to a whole nother level and creating a platform that's giving so many artists and, and speakers and people that are part of our culture a voice. And so a lot of times there's been a complaint in our culture that there's not enough there's not enough media, there's not enough channels, there's not enough platforms, there's not enough events, there's not, we don't have this, we don't have radio, we don't have all these things. And so it's dope to see that more and more people are stepping up from within the movement and we're creating our own lanes. And so that's what today, you're going to hear a little bit about that story with the guest that I got today from Holy Culture. So let's go. Here we go, y'all. Welcome to the Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast, where we talk to innovative artists, creative pastors, church planners, entrepreneurs, and people creating movements. Our goal is to inspire and equip you in ministry, music, and the marketplace. I'm your host, Tommy Urban D. Colonna. All right, family. So we got my guy Trig that is coming in from Holy Culture Radio now. What's up, Trig? What's good, brother? What's good? How you feeling, man? It's good to see man, you, bro. I'm, I'm blessed, bro. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm good. I honestly, I have been juggling a lot lately. I really I have. It's been That's... um, it's been a crazy season, man. So, but it's been good. It's it's a lot of stuff, and I'm I'm getting caught up. It's gonna get better in the next couple of weeks. You know, you know how you have those uh, those those seasons where it's like hectic, and it's honestly right. been like one of those seasons recently. So. But um, mm. a lot of good stuff happening, man. I can't, I can't complain. A lot of new opportunities. I'm having to learn to get better at saying no. <laughs> so, mm. you know what I mean? <laughs> so we're going to go live on IG as well. So I know that. Yep. We're, gonna, we're here feeling. on YouTube. Uh, if you're watching this on the replay, we do this live every Friday at noon. And we're going to be on IG, my IG, UrbanD813. And then he's going to jump in as well. Oh, man, I see my guy Von Juan on there from H-Town. We, we coming Von to H-Town, Juan, baby. What's up? We coming, man. We coming. We, we got to connect and get some more details going with everything on that. So, all right. So, Holy Culture, are you on there? 
Ask to join, and we'll get you popping see. on there. Oh, ask to join. All right. Yeah, back. just give me a request, yep. and we'll get it popping. So, me and Trig have known each other for a long time. We were just Bro. talking about it, um, like, before we, we jumped on this live right here. And we go back, like, man, over 20 years. That's crazy, bro. So you guys have been doing this for uh, a long time. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I had Vic on, um, Vic Padilla. Hopefully you remember Vic, man, Vic. I yeah. had him on because this year is the 20th year anniversary of Holy Culture. So, man, how appropriate to have him on as the founder, man, and just kind of talk about the early days of Holy Culture. That's right. So he was, like, the founder, and then you kind of, like, took, took the helm, right? Yeah, so. yeah. So I had a, I had a, a ministry called, you know, Trigland Ministries, which – then got to we changed it to CoreLink and um, which is the name of our nonprofit, the CoreLink Solution. And you know, me and Vic met. I, I want to say about 2006. He birthed it in 2003, and we met in about 2006. We're doing a radio show, <laughs> as you know. I had a, a CD was uh, producer music. I was laughing before the show, y'all. That Pastor Tommy was the first one to give me some real good feedback on my music and, <laughs> and whatnot. He was like, yo, we were down at Flavor Fest. He was like, yo, the, the CD itself is dope sonically, but the artwork, bro, the artwork's got to be, mm, you got you to fix that. We didn't say trash back then. I forget what you said. Yeah, was yeah, like, I was, yeah, I was being, I was being brotherly and trying to be nice. But, um, but yeah, as an artist and a bit, I'm, I'm definitely very visual. Yeah, and man. we had yeah. a really dope um, graphic designer at the time, and uh, Spech, shout out to my bro. guy Spec. And so, I mean Spec, I'm sorry, Spec. Yeah, so I was just like, man, it sounds good, but the cover. And here's the reason <laughs> I said that too, Trig, is because so many times um, we would get people would give me demos. Right, right. They don't do that as much anymore because people are not doing CDs, right? Um, but people would give me a, a demo. They'd walk up to me at uh, an event I was at, whether I was performing right. or speaking or whatever. They'd walk up to me at church. They'd be visiting crossover. They'd be like, yo, Urban right. D, here, here, check out my, check out my demo, check out my CD. Right. right. Or they'd come up to me at Flavor Fest and I would get like, literally, I, I forgot about those days cause we don't do that anymore. But I would literally at the end of some events have like a yeah. stack of CDs, literally 10, literally. 20, 25 yep. CDs from different oh. artists and you know it becomes a time thing like i care yes. about everybody but i don't have time to maybe listen to every, 20 albums right now um so i would just kind of go through them and, and and see which ones look the dopest <laughs> you know listen bro absolutely that's a way to, that's a sorting system i used to say to people yeah you know i grew up i grew up in hr and then you know start leading different businesses and whatnot and i would tell people all the time man you know particularly back in the days when things would come in on on letterhead and envelopes and I was, as I was mentoring people, I would say, you know, listen, for any given job, it's like 200 apps coming in. The first sort is the outer envelope. If you got that yep. nice, nice uh, material, that off-white thing, you know what I'm saying? Kind of that, that uh -huh. yellow beiges. We're like, yeah, put them on the top stack, right? <laughs> if your envelope is busted, <laughs> right? And I'm like, I, we're not trying to discriminate or anything. It's just we have to have a way of filtering gotta at be, least bro. the first wave, bro. At least the there's, first wave. There's got to be. So so everybody that's listening to this right now, take some notes. Presentation yeah. is key. It Presentation matters. is key. <laughs> it matters. That's a, yes. that's a big deal. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I would sort through and, and go through. And the ones that didn't look good, they were going to stack that many times I would just give them away. 
because yeah. I didn't have time to listen to it. There was always people like, yo, you got any new music? Sure, I got a, I got a whole stack for you. Let me know what you think of it, right? right. But the ones that looked good, that were packaged well, had good artwork, um, those would be the ones I would listen to. And generally, not all the time, sometimes some of them were whack, <laughs> to be real, but generally a lot of times they were good because right. people, like, they took effort, like, their, if they took effort like that in their artwork, they probably took effort like that um, right. in the production the recording, the mixing, the mastering, the, the crafting, the lyrics, um, all that stuff. So, yeah. So, yeah, they, man. Success leaves clues, right? So, you yeah. Know. So, so tell everybody a little bit of history, man, about Holy Culture, your, your Holy Culture Radio. Uh, right. We're talking about how you guys got to 5 million listeners. We're going to get to that part. So stick around, y'all. Yeah, yeah. But, but let's rewind a little bit. And go back and like I remember it just started as a website, right? Well, actually, it started as radio. Like Vic was okay, in, it was um, radio, but yeah, I, I remember radio. like it was a website too. And like Holy that's Culture. what a lot of people net. remember. Like, a lot of people went even, there. It was like a news feed, and we would go there yeah. to get information and connect. A lot of people remember that, or a lot of people remember the Holy Culture Download Store, right? Where we were selling MP3s before. That's right. That's yeah, right. Before you had Apple and all that, um, yeah. I mean, back in the days of MySpace and whatnot, the download store helped a lot of people back then. So Vic, yeah. Vic had started radio, like when he was on the airbase, he loved Christian hip hop, heard the cross movement album, Holy Culture, it inspired him, got a chance to get on the radio, man. And then uh, after that, I said, well, let me create a network, you know, a bunch of different stations, and let's get online. And that's how Holy Culture Radio really got birthed back in like 03. I, and I came around 06, 07. I was doing a show locally on an AM station. He hit me up and said, man, why don't you bring the show over to Holy Culture? And from there, man, it, we just clicked. We, we worked together well, um, spent time, you know, went over, spent time with his family. And um, I became a partner probably another year later, man. And then uh, Vic decided in 2000, I want to say eight or nine, that he needed to make a life change and rolled out. And uh, at that time, Anonymous had illspot.net. We folded that in. Oh, yeah, that's so right. Had, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, so the down, it was like the ins and outs, man. The download store went out after MP3s became, you know, and, and I, uh, I um, not uh, iPhones, but back then was it was when you had a, a, a music player from Apple. When they when that became ubiquitous, bro, we shut down. iPod. I mean, yes. store sales just tanked, right? And so we shut that down. We kept the website going. Uh, and we kept the radio going and started doing podcasts like everyone else. And then we, we continued the journey, man. And then from like 10, 2010 to 2016, I was mad busy in my corporate career, like trying to keep it all on life support. But then I left corporate in 18 and I really felt God tugging at my heart to like, all right, it's great that you're helping people inside the organizations. You're trying to change uh, diversity councils and open doors and change rules and, and whatnot. But it's time for you to, to really go back to from where doubts come, comes from, right? And so yeah, yeah. I left corporate life in 2018, man, to really focus on our nonprofit full-time. And our nonprofit has two sides. We have a learning and development side called the Coiling Solution. We use the house brand for that. And then Holy Coach is kind of our faith and art side. And uh, just started trying to kill it, man. So we launched a new app in 2018 for Holy Coach Radio for the first time. Got that out there on the Android and iPhone platform. Speaking and then, of iPhone and Androids, is your volume up on your phone? Yeah, yeah. Turn your volume down because they said it's echo. Down. Okay. All right. Should be down. Let now. us know. Is okay. that better? Is that better so there's no more echo? Let let us know in the chat. All right. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Okay, that's we'll better. see. We'll see what's up. So okay, cool. yeah, so back to the iPhone and the Androids. Uh, uh, which, yeah, which, so, by the way, which one is for the Christians? 
<laughs> Both, bro. <laughs> All day. <laughs> I'm going to start a battle. You, you, you're going to start something in the, in the, in the comments, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, we um we got the iPhone and, and the Android app out, kept developing the site, man. And then um, we had gone after SiriusXM probably back in 2010. Didn't make it through the gates then. And this time when we went back, they they really liked the proposal. You know, we had a um, – always say this, man. One of my first calls was, like, to Wado. And I had a listing of probably, you know, 10, 12, if not 15 shows, man, along with kind of a a business plan to show them. And, uh, yeah, this time it worked, bro. So we got in. So we launched last April. And to our surprise, delight, and God's grace, man, we've been able to amass a volume of listeners. And I think when people ask me, like, oh, my God, how would you amass five five million listeners so quickly? I mean, some of it is just logical. If you've been around Christian hip-hop for a while, you remember the days, I know a lot of us remember the days, man, of like being at those festivals and like three hip hop groups, right? <laughs> like Lecrae, yep. Raw, Raw Servant, when he was Raw Servant, sometimes got up, right? Yep, a a yep. couple other people here and there. And then that was it. And, and a lot of times it wasn't the main stage, but you have so many people who who love the music, but mm-hmm. just didn't have access to it. So when we launched, man, um, literally two, three months later, we could do surveys and start to see who's listening, but also ask them where they came from. And what was dope about it is you would expect, okay, if they're serious XM, they're going to come from Kirk Franklin's channels. But nah, actually, that was probably the fourth largest volume segment that came in. It was like people coming from Focus on the Family, people coming from the Message Channel, the Joel Osteen Channel, even the Catholic Channel, bro. Wow. Right? So, yeah. Yeah, the so Catholics this, jumping in, baby. Even the Catholics <laughs> jumping in. You know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah, man, it's been dope. That's been dope. Man, that's good, bro. Man, a lot of, lot of history. You guys put a lot of hard work in. But, man, so what? tell me the, what the difference was maybe between, like, 2010 when you first tried to jump in with, mm-hmm. uh, with, with the big network. And yeah, like, right. Why, so why did they accept you now versus 2010? And, and I think – I'm just guessing that maybe some of that had to also do with the maturity of our movement. Mm. Because, you know, I think, yeah. So, so here's the funny thing, Pastor T. When I went to write the proposal again in 2018, I I mean, uh, 20, I refused to go look back at the previous one. Right. Like, you know, how you have that, like, let me go look at the the other, the former one and update it. And I said, yeah, I'm going to resist the temptation to do that. I'm going to write fresh again. And it wound up being, I don't know, 60-page proposal or something like that, right? And I think, you know, after we got it through, I went back and compared and contrasted them a, a little bit. And I think, one, the, man, listen, the, the Lord never does anything um, without it, to me, contributing to your journey. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so from 2010 to 2018 or so, I ran more businesses. And so I had a lot more to bring to the table. Like, I had grown up in J.P. Morgan Chase, but then I went to Allstate and, like, 2011 to run a new a brand new business and has a big targets man big sales teams and then uh went and did it again at another company out in dallas in um oklahoma and i also became a chief commercial officer right so i had marketing i had product i had a bunch of different things and so i think one i was able to speak to it differently in terms of the market opportunity and um two i definitely had a lot more positioning around serving the underserved Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and three, I was just honest with them about the, the nascent nature of the genre that is still up and coming. Right. But that's also an opportunity for them. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm trying to, yeah. trying to position it like you can be the one to be on the cutting us, edge. 
Right. Be on the cutting edge, help break it out a different way. And yeah. a big part of what they were trying to do under this, let's call it this, this part of their company is be very thoughtful about helping the underserved, helping people who don't have that national voice. And I mean, I mean, if we're honest, when Sirius and XM merged back, whatever year that was, I mean, even Congress said to them, you know, you guys have a monopoly in the satellite space, right? So be, yeah. be cognizant and be good, you know, quote unquote citizens. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, you look back during those, you know, between 2010 and what, what year was it that you guys officially came on? Uh, we came, uh, uh, on, it, uh, serious. Yeah. Yeah. April 16th of last year. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you look at what's happened between then and 2022 and like Christian hip hop has grown tremendously. Yeah. And, you know, even to look at, you know, going back to Lecrae, 2014, that's when, you know, Anomaly came out and he was on the top of the Billboard charts. Indeed. Won a Grammy, you know, that Christian hip hop artists were regularly hitting the top of the charts on iTunes back when iTunes was, you know, more of a thing. Now when artists right. do that, it's not really that much of a big deal anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? Right. Things have changed a lot. <laughs> it's changed a lot. If you got some super, if you got 17 super fans, you can hit number one <laughs> that right. buy it because nobody's that buying stuff on iTunes hardly. Everybody's streaming now mostly. But, you know, streaming charts too. Christian hip hop is still doing really well and many times competing with a lot of the mainstream artists. And, you know, as all that in the last you know, seven, eight years has happened, the world right. can no longer ignore it. And they realize That's like, right. oh, wait a minute, this is a whole nother genre, a whole nother subculture, subgenre right. under hip hop. And, uh, and there's a lot of people that are looking for hip hop that's clean, that, you know, doesn't have all the profanity in it. Like I can play this music in front of my kids. I right. can play it in front of my grandma. if <laughs> She's in right. the car, exactly. whatever the case is. And so there's, there's a bunch of people, and hip-hop's maturing. People are getting older and growing up, and right. some of the stuff that, you know, you listened to 20 years ago, like, the content is now, like, it's old. Like, I don't want to yeah. keep hearing songs about, you know, the same stuff. Like, That's I'm, right. I think Christian hip-hop offers more of a mature content many times as well to a lot of people that are now mature. There's a lot of people in the culture now in their 40s and 50s and even 60s, I got people yeah. in my church that okay. grew up on hip-hop in New York City. They're in their 60s. There's a lot of hip-hop artists now, mainstream, that are hitting 60 years old. And no uh, it's crazy. So this yeah. year, hip-hop is turning. I mean, it's not a surprise. 50. This year, it turns 50. So, 50, bro. I was on, yeah, I was on a show the other day with, uh, it's called The Ryan Show, and Mr. Cheeks is one of the co-hosts, right? And it's this... Again, it's, it's, it's funny to see all of us, you know, aging together, being, get more mature together, because at one time it was, it was kind of considered a young man sport, right? Same thing with you were going out to minister, you know, you relegated to the youth group. Well, yep, yep. guess what? <laughs> it's not that. Nah. This, this quote unquote passing fad has stayed around for the test of time. So, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of churches that still don't get that. I'm glad you brought that up, Trig, because. A lot of pastors and churches, especially in the urban context, will think like, oh, we bring in the rapper. We'll have them go rap for the, for the kids. We'll right. have them go rap for the youth group. And cool, it's relevant for teens and kids. They, they like hip-hop. But a lot of adults do, too, because right. it's been around. It's pop culture. It's, you know, exactly. so to not include that genre at some points, not saying you got to do it every week or all the time, not saying you have right. to do it like us. But when there's a lot of pastors that are like, 
in, especially of urban churches, churches, period, even in the suburbs, right. are like, man, we're struggling to reach millennials. We're struggling yeah. to reach anybody under 40. Millennials and Gen Z, most of our church now is older, and you know, we just don't know. We're trying to connect with them. Well, what does the soundtrack of your church sound like? You know, right. What's the music like when people are walking in? What does your That's worship right. sound like? What That's is right. even things like when you create a video for your church or social media posts, what's the music behind it? What's the sound bed? Because all that communicates a message. Like, is this something that I can connect with? Or is this even that soundtrack you put behind a video? Absolutely, can, bro. Can, can make people, can repel people or can attract people to be like, yeah. oh, let me check this out. Oh, this church looks cool. Oh, let, you know, so be very intentional with, with all that stuff. So at Crossover, you know, again, you don't have to do it like us, but we actually have a DJ that's spinning music right. as I've everybody walks that, in. We've been yeah. doing that for over 20 years. And some I know, like, man. Some people are like, it's so innovative. And I mean, we started doing it in our youth group in 98, but we started doing it on Sunday mornings when I became the pastor in 2002. We built a DJ booth, mm. you know. So we have a rotation of several DJs that spin every Sunday. And I'm, I'm back in the studio, kind of like right behind the stage. But we actually have a DJ booth like built in on the stage yeah, where I love the it. DJ's at. And uh, we're actually installing a camera in there in the next couple of weeks so they can switch to that angle. We used yeah. to have that before at our old location. So we're finally going to get that back. But, um, but yeah, music is, is super important. It's, it, it is a language and it communicates with, with people, whatever generation they're in. Yeah, I think, yeah, to your point, man, it's, it's almost like people are catching up from the, again, when Christian, I mean, when hip hop first came out, so many people said it was a passing fad, it wouldn't be here, and now it defines culture. And so it's so funny when Christian hip hop comes up, people almost try to, again, put it back into this box. And so I, I was just at a conference a couple of weeks ago talking to some folks and like, ah, oh, dude, oh, what do you do? Right? And you, you explain it to them, you know, you know. Christian hip hop. And so a lot of times I won't start with Christian hip hop. I'll say, look, we have a station that is helping with life transformation, yeah. period. Because the soundtrack is healing, hope, and how to's. I always say, I mean, we mean how to's, how to do stuff, right? How to walk through your faith, how to unpack your art and really use it, how to have vocation, meaning a career, business, or whatever, and how to, you know, continue to think about education as something that goes through all three of those things, continuing to learn, right? And so then when I get to the Christian hip hop thing, they're like, really Christian hip hop? And I go, well, think about it this way. 93 million people listen to hip hop. 93 million. Wow, 93 you, million. Somebody 93 type that million. in the chat. 93 million. It's number one genre. So it's crazy. I quickly say to people, "Is are you one of those 93 million? And most mm -hmm. of them go, yeah. Okay, so then think about hip hop's early days. We had hip hop artists who covered um, everything from the streets to growing up on the West Coast to sharing Islam to, right? We can go across the gamut to PE mm -hmm. and the, you know, kind of black rights movement, whatever you want to want to name, why would you not think Christians will have a voice in that community, in that communication vehicle? You know, it's like, I say, it's like us jumping on a plane and all of, all of us going to France, getting off, they only speak French. And our only method to communicate is to speak English louder. Well, that's what we do when we kind of <laughs> fall back on the back foot of we're just going to play gospel music, traditional yeah. gospel music, right? Yep. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, and you know, uh, you're in the radio industry, but I've, I, I don't know as much nearly as you do, but I've been privy to a lot of conversations and a lot of gospel radio stations uh, have went out of business in the last mm. decade. 
because they didn't have enough listeners. And if you don't have enough listeners and you can't show the numbers, then right, you can't right. get enough advertising. And so a lot of gospel radio stations had to realize like the next generations are not listening to traditional gospel and, yeah. and the older generations that did are, you know, just to be real dying off. And yep. so, you know, a lot of them are having to, some of them reluctantly incorporate hip hop. I've been in some meetings where they're right. like, we need to incorporate hip hop. We need to have a show on our gospel station for that. We need to incorporate that in our top 40. We need to, you know, and there's pushback from some of the gospel people because they feel mm. like, oh, y'all taking over our space. Um, even like, remember the gospel charts? You know, yeah. like they didn't, yeah. like hip hop used to be included on the gospel charts. And now right. they, you know, a couple of years ago, they separated it and took it off because the, the Christian hip hop was selling so much more and streaming mm -hmm. so much more than the gospel artists. We started to dominate the gospel charts. And right. so the gospel artists were like, yo, this isn't gospel. This is hip hop, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. And I get it. You know, we need to have our own category most likely, but, but yeah. So, but there's a way to, I mean, but there's a way to, cause you know, obviously I'm experiencing a lot of that now. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we started, yeah, it started, uh, you know, two years ago, but then once the X Sirius XM channel launched and, you know, we started getting volume and press and, and whatnot, we get a lot of it too, in terms of either we're not going to do a chart for that, or this is a chart over here, or oh, maybe we won't monitor it. And so there's these constant conversations about it. And so, depending on who you're having a conversation with as you're deep into that relationship, you kind of, you kind of steer the conversation to, well, I mean, it's us who love Jesus and know him already. And then it's those who don't. So can we assume that we're all on the same side in terms of yeah. wanting to communicate the gospel? Right. And when you ask, Absolutely. I think sometimes like that threshold question, it makes everyone kind of step back for a second and go, okay, hold up. I mean, if that is the ultimate goal, yeah. We also have to take care of our, our, our P&Ls and run our different organizations, right? Yeah. But if that's the ultimate goal, how do we change the conversation a bit to make sure we actually achieve the ultimate goal together? Yeah. And I, and, and I want to say our side, Christian hip hop, I think is always lean towards that uh, yeah. when we were the underdogs, you know, and right. now like we're, you know, growing and becoming maybe more the dominant or predominant in a lot of circles, just because there's, like you said, there's 93 million people listening, yeah. to, listening to the hip hop. Listen to the hip hop, so bro. It's, it's huge. It's huge. So, so man, talk a little bit about the show, uh, not the show, the station and yeah. the shows, because you have a variety yeah. of different shows that are on there. You have like a whole schedule. Whole um, schedule, bro. And like, so, so break it down. Like, this is not yeah. like, this is not replayed stuff. Because I mean, no, I was just I was just with DJ Wado a couple of weeks ago in Orlando at uh -huh. the Exponential Conference. It's a big church planting conference, and he was there with his church. He's on staff at a church now. Um, yeah. and he moved down to the Carolinas, man. I was still thinking he was in Jersey. So I'm like, oh, you gotta no, come to Flavor yeah. Fest, bro. Like we're coming He's to New down York, there, bro. Drive over the bridge. <laughs> He's like, bro, I live yeah. in the Carolinas now. I'm like, what? Yeah. So, anyways, man, he was just telling me that he's got a show with you guys. And it's been such a blessing. And I'm like, so how often are you on? He's like, every night. You know, I think every it's like night, five bro. nights a week or something. I'm like, every night. Six so to are eight. you on live? And he's like, you know, sometimes he does it live. Sometimes he pre-records it. But he's got to come up with new content. Like every day. Every day. You know, every day. and so it's a, it's a big commitment. 
But yeah. the bottom line is like you guys are producing fresh content. It's not like it's not replays all the time. It's not a bunch of reruns. It's not old nah, content. Nah. I mean, maybe once in a while it's throwback stuff. But I mean, this is like a lot. That's a lot of work, bro, to create, like to fill up that whole day. So tell tell me what that schedule looks like from the day. Walk me through like the morning show to the, you know, the whole yeah, deal. Yeah. So there's four shows every day. The morning show is the fixed morning show with uh, DJ Focus and Dice Gamble comes on at 6 a.m. Same thing. Fresh content every day. Uh, usually they have... Uh, a real talk topic that they go through. They usually have an interview. I think, man, I remember at the end of the last year, looking back at how many interviews they had done, like 130 plus interviews, bro. Right? Wow, I mean, that's work, I mean, bro. That's work, right? I'm and just so, doing. Uh, I'm just doing this podcast. I, I just finally got on a schedule. We doing it every Friday. Yeah. We're doing it once yeah. a week now since 2023 popped on, and fitting yeah, that man. into everything. Sometimes it's like, you know. Uh, but For man, real. like 130 interviews. Wow. At least 130. And then. Um, and, and what kind of music got, are they playing? Like they're playing hip hop. I, I mean, mean they're, they're playing uh, current stuff or like, is it what? what's the give me like, give me a couple. Predominantly. Yeah. I mean, predominantly playing. they're playing uh, Christian hip hop. He mixes in a lot of R&P as well. He, he always calls it faith infused. OK, and so he'll play um, a lot of different stuff. I mean, and across the station, man, we try to mix up both currents and golds and classics, right? Because okay. there's so much that came out way back when that you didn't get a chance to hear, Yeah, right? So think about the just old, tapping in. man, Corey Redden, precise stuff. Um, I mean, just, bro, we can go down a catalog of names, yeah. Todd Bangs, um, just cats who like came up, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Urban yeah. D. I mean, and so we try to mix those in there. And so then at 10 o'clock, Rain of Day comes on from California, Rain of Day, they like morning show with Aunt Davis. They were on from 10 to noon. And then at 2 p.m., King Size comes on, what it is, what it beats like from 2 to 4. And then Wado ends the night from 6 to 8. And then in between that, you have mix, you know, mixes happening. You kind of mix up, mix up the mixes. We have a, like a get-up morning mix before they come on at 6. And then re returns at 8. We have a kind of a noontime mix that's a highly motivation, more up-tempo uh, yeah. BPM. And then at the, in the evening, we play a bunch of different things, try to mix in even more R&P. And then um, on the weekend, man, we have like 10 shows. On Saturday, you've got Baradox. Wow. You've got uh, at Baradox at noon. He, he, he mixes, but also mix, does some interviews as well. You've got DJ Delight with Old School Sound. So he really plays mm -hmm. homage, man, the classics. He also does another show um, called Third Coast Fire, right, which is, has been one of his shows he's had way back in the day. You've got um, Jay Williams from Atlanta doing the underground gospel hip-hop show. You've got Track Stars. Sunday evening, you've got King Talks, which is out of the King organization, founded by Chris Broussard. Oh, right, yeah, really yeah. They just did topics. a conference. And, yeah, the King Conference was dope, too. I yeah. was only there for one day given travel. But, um, you know, that's a talk show. Well, they're going to talk about mm -hmm. topics related to young men, women, et cetera, but particularly in the black community and underrepresented spaces, right, what yeah. it means to continue to walk with Jesus. You've got Pastor Phil Jackson out of Chicago on Sunday. Pastor um, Phil. That's my dude. Church on the block, right? And I mean, really, it's a conversation about church on the block. Like, what does it look like for the church to embrace the block, right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, I know I'm missing a lot of people. Oh, DJ Severe with Bump That Sundays. DJ I Rock Jesus with Straight Ministry Heat. Uh, B Plus, who is a CHH connoisseur, uh, has wow. a show on Sunday. I mean, so you've got all those in the weekend. And then on Tuesday nights as well, weekly show, you've got the 116 Life Show with Marcus and Ace uh, out of Reach Records. So the... The collage, man, you know, when I was trying to bring the channel together, I think there were like three or four things top of my mind. First of all, people you know, like, and trust, 
Yeah. You know I mean, like I called waiters like, bro, I need you call, you know, new focus. We had recently mm -hmm. met about, about a year or two ago in the rain of day and a bunch of different people. But the second thing was, could we have a good mix of the music mixes along with those how to moments yeah. where you're getting 30, 60, 90 seconds of something that provokes your interest to go deeper. You know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. that's what the program has really been like, man. And we've, we've been really blessed, bro. And, um, I mean, to a person, all of them put a lot of work in. I mean, again, nah, Wado, every morning, Wado's up. You know what I mean? He's probably doing that mix between 5 and 7 in the morning sometimes, yeah. sometimes later in the day, but he's killing it. And, you know, he's got his worldwide top 10 countdown, which, mm -hmm. or as yeah, I know, is the longest-running yeah. countdown, bro. Longest-running countdown to CHH, and then he goes in the lab with that mix. And then, um, you know, The Fix, again, has their segments. And that's the other thing I love about all the shows. They all have – something a little different with mm -hmm. their signature on it that brings it yeah. to life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people in the comments and they're saying like, man, thank you. <laughs> they're saying like blessings to you, uh, man, because you're bringing, you've created this platform where you're bringing together some of the best of the best of yeah. people that were doing little things here and there, not saying little things, but they were doing things in the movement, but right. now we're able to bring them under one big umbrella, a yes. big platform that they can literally reach millions of people and, yes. you know, and they can do what they love to do. You know, like Wado might've just been doing it once a week before, or, you know, right. I know for a while he even was taking a break. He was on high. He was taking I, a break. I didn't know if yeah. he was ever going to be back again. I'm like, Oh, the Wado show, man, I guess maybe it's over, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but now like, because he's got this platform that's bigger than ever, like he's doing it every day. He's doing what he loves. And he's sharpening yeah. his skills, and, and God is, is using them, and, and so many of the other, DJ I Rock Jesus, and so many of the other names you just shared, Baradox, and, yeah. you know, I'm like, man, like, they're all on there. So I'm not on there yet, but I'm just telling you right now, um, Sirius FM is, is going to gain another customer. I'm just going to get it just because of that, bro. Love it, bro. I like to always I tell gotta, them, there's more coming. I got to get it just because of that, yeah. man. And I think if they even see that more and more people are supporting and tuning in, I think that's just going to open up doors e even greater and greater. And you guys have only been less than a year. And right. so, so yeah, talk about the, those numbers, because that's what we kind of said at the beginning of the show. Let, yeah. let's, take, let's build it up to there now to where you guys have hit 5 million listeners. So right. talk a little bit about that. And maybe even like, I know you're looking, you're, you're, you're a data guy. And so <laughs> what, what is the core link? What, what has the links been each month? Uh, is, has, have you guys seen growth? Yeah, you know what? It, it, um, we've seen growth. I think the, the listenership has remained kind of steady. Yeah. The growth we see too, though, is the engagement, right? One of the things mm -hmm. I think is so dope is that on average, like on a SiriusXM channel, people were listening like 32 minutes, right? And so... You talk to the guys. I remember going over the data with the guys at Nielsen, which, you know, Nielsen's kind of the standard place you want to have measurement reviewed and all those things. They were like, you know, FM stations is like 11 minutes, man. So 33 minutes, whatever y'all doing, just keep oh, so doing it. 33 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Wow, and so, so um, yeah, people, yeah, it was dope. People are so, saying in the chat, like, get the free trial, then, then the subscription. That's right. Get that. <laughs> exactly. That's unfaulted get that. hey, listen, said get that those 90 on, days, on YouTube. Bro. And uh, the fertile, culture. The fertile's payment. Yeah, yeah. Who told you that? Was it the ninja? <laughs> it was un unfaulted said that. Oh, it's, it's been. It's Jay Dez is in there as well. He's yeah, 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 having a good time, yeah. chopping it up. Get that, free, get that free 90 days for sure. But yeah, the yes. engagement's been dope. The, the gender uh, breaks between, it's like 51% women. 
Um, wow. But the other thing that's been dope, man, is kind of like trying to watch and unpack our, our targeting strategy come to life, right? I mean, the one thing we wanted to do is, again, provide life transformation, but I've got a huge heart, man, for kids who grew up like me, you know, underrepresented yeah. from the hood. Yeah. And, you know, same thing. I always say to folks, you know, look, hip-hop is like in every music break on TV. Like, so hip-hop is from the block to the boardroom now. Where, where don't it you is. find hip-hop? And so how can look we do at you, the same man. You got, you got your button down on, bro. Look at you, man. No, but, you know, um, how do you think about that with this, this generation? And so my thing is, look, I want Mike, who's 16. He's, you know, he's kind of with the Lord, but not really. You know, he's hanging out. He's, he's not a bad kid, but he's just mm-hmm. not committed yet. His mom, I call her Evelyn. She's 40. She loves gospel music. She picks Mike up from school. She got Kirk Franklin on or, or Ty Trippett or whatever, and he gets in the car. He reaching for the dial. He want to hear yeah. Lil Uzi yeah. Bert, Lil, Lil Somebody, okay? Yep. Yep. And, and then they find us, and it's like, geez. She's, she's like, I love the substance. I love what they're saying. Mm-hmm. By the way, I grew up with hip-hop. He's like, that's dope. Them tracks are hot. But then he's starting to listen to the lyrics. And mm-hmm. so whether he's hearing a song from a Portia Love or a Scooty Wop or a Miles Minnick talking about life stories and so on and so forth, or he's hearing Lecrae Drown or uh, the new joint with Tory, um, the Sean Price Up. The, to me, the variety of the songs in yeah. the different lanes help bring a richness to the experience, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's stories, it, and that's why I say healing hope and how-tos, man. People mm-hmm. hear other people sharing their pain Right, like, you know, so I think about Derek Miner's new song about um, I'm okay and the mental illness piece. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, John Keith just dropped a new one today on the same thing, and then move into other songs that have that inspiration and that sense of I can do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you have a Pastor Phil piece in there where he he does this piece called Bars, and he's breaking down a parable, mm-hmm. but in kind of street language, and like, okay, and this is what you can do to get closer to Jesus, yeah. right? That combination, bro, is I think yeah, is pretty yo, that's helpful. That's fire, bro. And and you even yeah. mentioned all those different artists and the styles and the topics, like you said, shows the richness and the yeah. maturity of our culture and where it's at. Because you know we can rewind back twenty years, and there's always been some variety, but not like there is today. Yeah, you know, even like sure. we got female MCs that are killing Absolutely. it. Absolutely, killing that, it. That was kind of absent for a while there, and with Flavor Fest. We've always wanted to try to include more females. And in the early years, man, it was hard because there wasn't really yeah. many female artists out there doing it, you know, making, making music and making CDs right. and, and applying, you know, right. submitting. We, we had 89 artist submissions that we mm. had, bro, that we had to whittle down to 16. <laughs> you know how wow. hard that was, man? Yeah. There was so yeah. much great talent, great ministries, great people. Uh, mm. I mean, we were here for hours and hours and hours uh, um, last week. That's so, good. but uh, we, so you got the sixteen now. You you know who the sixteen. 16. We got the sixteen, and um, yeah. So it's on the Flavor Fest. If you go to the Flavor Fest IG, it's posted yeah. up there. It's pinned. Who those sixteen oh, nice. are? We actually did something new this year. We did a reveal. So we we did our the, the date the the submission deadline date was the fifteenth. The very mm-hmm. next day, our team met. A whole squad mm. of us, and we were here for like, we we're here all night. We didn't get at it till like 11 p.m. <laughs> uh, we wow. were in our production studio listening and watching on the screens because a lot of people sent 
you know, YouTube links. So we're watching videos, we're listening, we're, you know, mm-hmm. we're pulling up their letters of reference in, from their church they mm-hmm. attend and, you know, just all that stuff. And, uh, man, it, it was, it was a lot, but, um, so then the next night, um, we officially announced it on YouTube. We did like gotcha. a live broadcast on the Flavor gotcha. Fest YouTube. We've never done, done it like that before, but that's, that's going to be our new model going forward. We're trying to level up, man. So dope, man. it was about 30, 30 minutes or so long. And, uh, some of our team, uh, they're called Rhyme and Reason. Uh, like yeah. that, that's kind of our host. Shout out to my guy, Jabez, Sierra, and Nady. They do a lot Ninja. of the, the lives on, uh, on the Flavor Fest channel every week. And so they were there. And then Dayton also yes. performed that night as well and, and was part of the whole deal because Dayton's right here in our city. And he's going to be performing yeah. at Flavor Fest here in Tampa in 2023. So, so yeah, we put it out there and announced it. And, but there will still be some opportunities for people to, to be involved in Flavor Fest. Like the 16-bar challenge is uh, Rapzilla is going to be hosting that again. And yeah, that'll yeah. be that there'll be an opportunity to submit for that coming up this summer. Um, so there'll be a couple other ways you can still get involved, but yeah, you, I still encourage anybody, even if you're an artist or you're a pastor or a church leader, like yeah. man, tap in, come, come to flavor fest. It's coming to your city maybe as well. Uh, we're going to be in New York and LA. Uh, we're going to be in uh, Houston and Atlanta this year. Yes, so sir. if you go to flavorfest.org, it's got all the details. And then of course we're going to be here in Tampa in November yeah. later this year for the, the main full conference at I'll be in Boston. New York next month, bro. I'll be there. You coming? You coming to hang with us? Yeah, yeah, I'm coming yeah. to hang in New York. Hey, you know, I have to ask you a question about last year, man. Yeah. Um, did y'all ever release the video of Dayton's performance last year? No, we didn't. No, bro, listen, I, I keep I keep waiting. Wait, wait, for what, that. Well, no, 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 because Dayton Dayton didn't perform last year. Are that wasn't two last, years ago. It must have been the year before. It was two years ago. Oh, um, if okay. you go on our Flavor Fest channel, um, it might be on there. I, I can't say for okay, sure. Okay, I'm a check, sure. man. When he did his set and he ended with Hallelujah all day. Yeah, no, that, that was two was, years ago. That was bro. That was a masterclass yeah. on. That was a masterclass on stage presence, man, and controlling the stage. I would. I, I, I tell any MC that you know that's trying to like improve their, their stage performance and whatnot. You have to. You have to watch that video. You Got to study. You gotta study, you gotta study, study other artists Dayton's that do it well. Dayton's a master, bro. Yeah, he's um, so so Dayton was here in 2022, but he wasn't a, a featured artist. He got on stage got with Bizzle and with got Monster you. Tarver. So that was kind of like he got on stage for their set and was kind of you. you know doing some some ab libs and hyping it up. And then he had some yeah. of the Menace Movement squad up there. They had flags and stuff for their you know it was, yeah. it, was it was a real dope set that was full of like a ton of energy. So I'm sure yeah. when his set this year, he's gonna have this whole, his whole squad is gonna be up sure. there. Sure, they got with plenty of so. new music. Absolutely, yeah, man, it's gonna be good. Yeah. So you coming to New York City with us, huh? Coming to New York City, bro. Coming in the night before. Looking forward to it. I told Lily. Shout out to Lily. Lily is killing it. She, yeah, she is. She man. She's working so, so hard. hard in this, addition, man. Lily also does our Love Our City nonprofit mm. and runs that yeah. outreach. And so pray for us. Love Our City Week is starting next week. It's uh, mm. Wednesday, the 29th of March until Saturday, April 1st. Uh, those four days, we're going to have close to 100 community service projects with uh, probably about 1,000 or so people that are going to be serving um, at all kinds of projects right here in, in our section of the city in uptown Tampa. So it's something big that we do every year and super excited about what God's going to do as we're at the hands and feet of Jesus next week. And so, and... If you come to Flavor Fest in Tampa 
in November, we do love our city on Saturday afternoon. And so all weekend, you kind of learn about ministry. You're in the workshops and the general session right. sessions. You're getting equipped. And then after lunch on Saturday, we send everybody, everybody out. And you get to pick what kind of project you want to do. And so we go into the gotcha. community for about, about 60, 60 to 90 minutes. And uh, we just serve, man. We love our city. Yeah. And people that we connect with, we, we give them free tickets to the concert that night. They're, they're from the hood. Mm-hmm. They, they, ain't, they, ain't, they don't know who right. these artists are. They're not... They're not going to come and spend $25 on a ticket, but they get a VIP ticket. Like, hey, this yeah. is $25, but, but we're part of the street team. We would love for right. you to come tonight. And listen, every year we usually see 75 to 100, sometimes more than 100 of those tickets turned in mm. from people right here in the hood that will end up coming. And so yeah. uh, it's been a great, great outreach tool, great strategy, and it equips all those people and gives them ideas as they're from different cities and yeah. different churches. Yeah. They get to go out and serve and do love our city. And they're like, oh, okay, we see how this goes. We're mm-hmm. going to take this back to our city. And mm-hmm. so it's literally been hundreds of churches now that have, uh, have modeled love our city, and they're doing it in some capacity back in their city. So, and that's our goal. Flavor Fest, our goal yeah. uh, overall is we want to equip our urban leaders in the urban space Pastors, church planners, church leaders, artists, entrepreneurs. We want mm-hmm. to just teach them to be better and, and to take yeah. it up another notch. And when they can come to a conference like Flavor Fest and see what Crossover is doing and see what some of the other uh, speakers that we bring in from around the country that have best practices and people get to network and fellowship yeah. and collaborate and build new relationships, man. It's so, it's so encouraging, man. It's like a big, big family reunion. That's dope, man. And what's so, what's so, I'm thinking in my mind, I just remember the years I was there. And again, I think the first time, man, was almost 20 years ago, that whole culmination, right, of, of being yeah. in classes, having the events, but then going out in the streets. And at that time, the year I was, the first year I was there, I, I specifically recall, man, y'all setting up speakers in a little system in, in the hood. You know what I mean? <laughs> to give them a little concert yeah. out yeah. there in the hood, you know? So, um, yeah, man, just congrats on, um, Everything you've been doing, bro, it's so so beautiful to see it all just continue to flourish. Definitely, man. Well, man, I'm proud of you guys. Excited. I'm gonna be tapping in. I'm, I'm gonna get my That's I'm gonna get up. my 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 free trial. A free trial. <laughs> <laughs> and then flip over. And then flip mean? over. Definitely, man. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get a new car this year, man. So I'm still driving my old minivan. Uh, it's yes, my sir. It's the hand hand me down from my wife. But Got but, you. but praise God, it's paid off. I was going to say, off. bro, listen, yeah, it's probably paid off. So shout it's out been to paid off. It's, it's for taking been, care that, of it. That thing's been paid off for a long time. We've had that car right. for about 15 years, 16 years. Hey, bro, it's paid yeah. off. But, uh, but yeah, yeah well, I'm, I'm going to get my new car this year, and I'm going to have this screen in it and everything, you know. So the car I got, like, nothing even works. It, it, it doesn't got even you, work. Got you. Everything's you on Bluetooth my phone. Your phone. <laughs> no, there's no Bluetooth. There is no Bluetooth. Oh, no Bluetooth. Just listen out the speaker of the phone. Yeah, it's just... It's it's so old it doesn't even have that. But anyways, praise God for yeah, it. It gets me from point A to B for exactly. right now. You know. But yeah, man. So hey, tell everybody, man, how they can tap in with you guys, man. What's the best way to, to reach yeah. what you guys are doing? For sure. I mean, go to holyculture.net and click contact if you need to get with us or holyculture.net forward slash radio to listen uh there and stream it or listen or uh hit the button to go to the Sirius XM channel, of course. And uh, we're really re- we're, we're easily reachable. That's one of the things we're trying to do, man, is just support. At the end of last year, past the T, we did, you know, we did the math, full of data. We had supported 700 artists, bro, wow. and has spun about 
7,800, 78,000 spins, you know what I mean? And so when I see the artist videos of their testimonies of what it's doing for them, it's real, you know what I mean? It's real in terms of helping them. And uh, we're really, we're really proud of that, man. And we're, we're humbled and just want to be in service. So the, the other thing you could do is just keep us in prayer. We just want to be obedient, man, to the Lord's leading yeah. and be, be good stewards of what he's put in our hands. And so, yeah, man. So when, so when you say that, just explain that a little bit more so people can understand that part too. So when you spin mm. music, artists get paid, correct? They get paid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so here, here to four, when you talk to a lot of artists, they would say, well, I hadn't focused that much on radio. And so now when they get these checks, they go, oh, shoot, hold up. Like, a simple calculation is to earn a hundred dollars. I think you need close to a hundred thousand, hundred thousand streams, right? On Spotify, it's probably about eight, ninety thousand streams. Yeah, that is three, that ninety thousand streams, man. To get a hundred dollars after you've done all this work in the studio, collaborating yeah. with people, yeah, all this people work. That's three or four spins from us, right? Wow, wow, three or four spins, or 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 eighty five thousand, ninety thousand streams, right? And so it's. I'm not saying it's either or. I'm saying it's and. Yeah, it's, it's both. It's, it's both. It's all and. But, it's a, it's a, but we're saying it's a quicker blessing with you guys. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. right? And so, we need you know, both. Uh, Reese Lachey just said an IG. I, I got paid. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Reese is the sis, man. Yeah, but yes. Yeah, so, Yo, you know, it's, it's real. And so we just pray, man, that, um, you know, we can be consistent. We can be a good, good stewards, man, and just be obedient. We got some things on our roadmap that we want to develop and, and continue to help the community yeah. flourish. So yeah, just keep us in prayer. And I want to pray for you, bro, before we leave, man, I just think what y'all doing with flavor fest this year is so encouraging and courageous, right. To take what yeah. you've been doing for 20 years at your home location and take it on the road like that, man, that's a, in these economic times for real, like let's keep all of this yeah. uh, uh, undergirded in prayer. bro. Yeah, definitely, man. It's, it, it was, it was sounding super exciting when we we're like, we're going to, gonna take you to cities and now it's like yeah. oh man this is a lot of work and yeah. uh and it's it's like you said it's a little risky but we know god's told us to do it and we believe he's gonna there provide go. and he's brought along some great partners like you guys to help us get the word out and uh, a couple other partners in in every city and so we're just being obedient and we realize in these economic times everybody can't get to tampa and right. even if they can, like, it might only be one person from their team or from mm, their church. Mm, but mm -hmm. if we go to their city, if we go to New York and then, then, oh, we can bring, we can bring 12 people and they, right. we can all come together. Our whole team can come because we just got to jump on the train or jump in the car and go yeah. over there for the day and, and get all this training live and in person. So, so that's our goal. You know, normally we'll train uh, about 350 to 400 mm. leaders at, Flavor Fest in Tampa, our goal this year is to train over a thousand leaders and, yeah. uh, you know, through all the events that we're going to be doing in the different cities. And so, That's awesome, bro. but yeah, man, I just want to say to you, bro, too, thank you for what you're doing, for persevering, for stepping out on faith and for staying plugged in all this time. Cause we know yeah. a lot of people that were doing stuff in this space 15, 20 years ago. And as time went on, I mean, seasons of life change and they get sure, into different sure. things. But yep. for some reason, we're still here. God right. has us here as, you know, some of the now, you got to admit it, bro, we're some OGs. And yeah, so, uh, But yeah, man, but you creating this platform and all the work and building this infrastructure. And like you just even talked about, you know, artists getting paid. Not only does that, but it's, it's reaching millions of people that are now tapping into the music that right. are now following those artists that are now yeah. possibly inviting those artists to come 
to an event, um, are purchasing some of their merch, you know, so they are streaming their music more. Absolutely. So it, yeah. it's, it's building the whole ecosystem, bro, which That's is, the... which is beautiful, man. And so, yeah. so thank you guys for your hard work. It's not going unnoticed. You're going to have, sure. you, you're going to have a big crown in heaven, bro, with lots of, Lots of fat hip hop jewels in there. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I get in, I don't want to be that dude who's like security. We don't, we don't know him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can have For the real. crown and you can have the crunk cup. You can have the crunk right. cup. You're going to be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reese Sasha, she asked a question in the box, in the question box. It didn't come up though. I didn't see it. Did you on IG? Uh, there's, man, there's a lot of people. Okay. Commenting on That's there. The I haven't been able to keep up with it okay. that much because I'm trying to listen Sorry, to the conversation, Reece. man. We get we get distracted a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but listen, y'all, jo- join me in yeah. join me in a, a quick minute of prayer for yeah. Earth, for Pastor, yeah, Pastor T and the team. Let's pray. Father, thank we you, just man. thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you for Pastor T's obedience, his vision, the continued expansion. Praying over him, praying over Lily, praying over Lucy, uh, the rest of the team. It takes so much work for this to come together. It takes tremendous vision, tremendous obedience. Yeah. We're praying for the abundance of what you're going to do through these sessions, that you're going to grow leaders, that just multiply and exponentially grow the impact of what's possible in your kingdom. Father, we just thank you for signs of community, love, uh, people supporting each other. And we just pray for that. People just undergird each other in any way they can in these times, prayerfully, economically, um, just be side, walk side by side with each other. Father, we just thank you for it all in Jesus name. Amen. Amen, bro. I normally don't do this. I'm going to pray for you too. God, we pray for my brother Trig. And uh, God, we pray for Holy Culture Radio and everybody that's on that platform that's got a talk mm. show, that's spinning music, that's mixing, that's, that's putting time, effort, and energy into it, God. Um, bless them and their families, God. And bless all the listeners and all the people mm. that are connected with it. I know every day there's new people that are tuning in that didn't expect to to hear what they're hearing and they're tapping in. And so, God, I pray you'll just continue to grow it and help it to be a tool, God, to uh, just build this ecosystem at the end of the day to point more people to you. And so just bless him and his family and uh, everything they put their hands to. uh, Breathe on it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for jumping in with us today for, for this past hour. Uh, we're going to be out next week. We're going to be back. I got my guy Clifford Gray. I saw him. Yeah. He's tapped in on IG for a little bit. Um, he's going to be with me next week. He's a pastor and a hip-hop artist from New York City. He's going to be at Flavor Fest New York. He's got a That's song right now that is buzzing. It's called City of God. Um, go check the video out on YouTube. I mean, he just passed like 40,000 views in the past month or so since it dropped. He actually came down to Tampa, Trig, this past Sunday. And he rocked on Sunday, but he was here to kind of, he wanted to connect with Lecrae, and he did. He got got to connect with Lecrae. I did, that's right. I saw some of those uh, pictures. Because KB was there too, right? Yeah, KB came and hang out. It was the Church Closed 4 tour, and I was super dope. Cray did a great job. Cray, Cray rented out our facility, and uh, we're blessed to have this building that can be such a great tool. And awesome. so, yeah, man, we got to hang out afterwards. Like, when the show was over, we were back in my office. That was kind of like Lecrae's green room, and we yeah, hung yeah. out literally for, like, two hours That's just nice, telling man. stories until the bus left. The bus was supposed to leave at 1145, but Cray wasn't walking out the door until after 12. And so, mm. but, yeah, we had a good time. It was, it was I mean. It was uh, KB, Southside Rabbi Squad right yeah, there, yeah, and uh, yeah. me and Cliff and a couple other guys from the church. So 
Uh, it was super dope to have them in the building. But, uh, but yeah, tap in with those guys, flavorfest.org. Uh, we'd love to see you in one of the cities, New York, L.A., H-Town, uh, Atlanta, or come here to Tampa later this year. And Trigg's going to be in New York. And I'll I, be hope, New York, man. I hope that he's possibly going to be in Tampa this year, too. You got to come Maybe. back to Tampa, man. Gotta, I know, bro. You got to come back I and know. see it. We did a lot of things here in the building. Even for everybody out there, there's some surprises. Like, there's a lot of stuff we're working on in the building that you're going to come in and be like, wow. So uh, we're always upgrading and building. So, but, uh, yeah, so until next week, y'all have an amazing Ooh, weekend. Time. Trig, much love. We'll be in contact. Peace and God you bless, too, everybody. We out. God bless. Thanks for tuning into the Flavor Fest, Urban Leadership Podcast. Stay connected with us on social media at UrbanD813 and at Flavor Fest. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace and God bless.